Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Housing crisis or no housing crisis, buying a home in Ireland is a complicated, long, and sometimes stressful process. But now the man behind the hugely popular at Crazy House Prices Instagram account has put together the ultimate guide that takes you from saving to buying and even what you'll need to move in. His name is Kieran Mulqueen. He's normally a school teacher. That's why he's available to come into us this week. <laughs> it's the Easter holidays. But he's also a housing expert just from life experience. Hey, Kieran. Hi, Dermot. How are you? Hi, Dave. How we doing? Good. So how did all this start for you? I mean, this isn't something you ever anticipated. No, it kind of started as a joke, really, and it kind of grew from there. Yeah. Um, and the page got really popular. I think housing is always a very popular mm. topic in Ireland, and uh, it started as a joke, kind of, you know, taking the, the mick out of house prices, and then I was like, okay, I need to do something a bit more productive with this. There's a good few followers now, so I uh, just tried to start making some kind of helpful, like, infographics and things mm. like that, and then... What was the first house that you started the the crazy house prices there was some quirky house in Dublin 8 that kind of yeah it's only up the road from here yeah. actually it's in Long Lane just, it was the, the the country's skinniest house how skinny are we talking six foot wide what yeah, <laughs> yeah. and is it still there and it's still a house still, someone owns there. it yeah apparently it was like you know they started building at either end of the road and then there was a bit of a gap the so they filled and, it with a house yeah so it, I, it, it, I don't think it ever it sold during the boom Mm. For like f- over four hundred thousand, I think, Jesus. which well, for a six know, foot wide house. Yeah, you know that's the way things were back in two thousand. Yes, I remember. It was crazy, even crazier. Yeah. So I don't think it's all again. It tends to be on Airbnb a bit, I think. But okay. um, look, that was more of a joke because it was never something we were actively looking at for ourselves. Because yeah. it's, I mean, it's the size of a shed. So yeah, yeah. Um, that was more a joke, and then. It kind of, yeah, it just added more from mm. there. Well, tell us the trick you used to eventually get your own house. So we were bidding on houses that, you know, stand, traditional route that were for sale and kept getting outbid, as a lot of people will probably, mm-hmm. if they're listening, will resonate with, you know, if they're trying to buy a home at the moment, they're bidding wars and all that. So I was like, I can't, I can't deal with state agents many, anymore. Yeah. I can't yeah. deal with mm. bidding wars anymore. How do I avoid it? How do I get rid of that? And kind of problem solved and just figured right we'll go directly to vendors and try and you know get to somebody who's maybe thinking of selling a house but hasn't you know actively gone to an estate agent yet that's and a, like, a strong idea but how do you find those people what did you do you just it's kind of you know just throwing a fishing line out there and seeing if anything bites so just putting letters in doors and oh, in, right. in specific areas and then you can kind of you know if if a house looks empty is 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 another way of doing it and because maybe it's just been sitting there and they're, and they're mm. thinking you know it's been sitting there for a few years and then all of a sudden somebody's like here I'll buy this off you are like you know what I never thought of selling it maybe I'll sell it now prices are pretty high and, yeah. have, and how, how do you maybe go have a bunch of family members who inherited a house and nobody yeah. wants to go through the rigmarole of actually shifting it so so yeah. cutting out the middleman and dealing with someone direct like yourself could work for how do you word a letter like that without seem kinding yeah. seeming like a vulture who's, who's mm. sort of circling it can yeah i mean that's that's an important point because the way i looked at it was my wife melissa wrote the letter like she's better with words than i am she she should have written my book but <laughs> she the way we looked at it was if this is like you said a situation where maybe somebody has died 
would we be happy to receive mm. this letter mm. in our door? So you need to be very conscious of that. Mm. And, and it was worded really nicely, basically just like, you know, we grew up here, we work here, we really want to live close to family. We're, we're really struggling with bidding wars and stuff and we have approval for, for, for X amount. You know, we know we can afford the houses in this area. Um, and basically you can save yourself 1% or 2% commission on estate agent fees. You don't need to worry about getting the house tidied for viewings. You don't need to worry about clearing it out. I'll do that myself. You know, basically just, you know, trying to take the hassle away. And for us, it was about, you know, we wanted a home for starting a family. We were just married, planning on having a baby. Um, so we just wanted, you know, a family home. Now, you, you mentioned that you live in the you lived in the area already, mm-hmm. so you knew the houses, whatever, but you still do need to go in and see the house you also need to get yeah. you know someone with a qualification to go in and make sure it's not about to fall down whatever so how do you go about doing that if you don't have an estate agent in your corner well like the estate agent doesn't do any of that anyway like mm. the kind of estate agent gets you to the point of being sale agreed and then it's very much a legal process solicitors surveyors the bank, the bank's lend, your lender will want you know a survey report. That's all. Standard but even enough. you, like you want to go in and see what way is the living room, what way is the yeah. kitchen, like the, what what is there, you know, like you still want to go in and see it. Yeah, so, yeah, so we did. We, you do, we, yeah. They just emailed us and we're like, yeah, do you want to come did, around? Did you get many responses? No, just positive, one. just the one, was <laughs> yeah. it? So yeah, how many? I'm just trying to work out the hit rate. How many letters would you say you dropped in? I'd say probably less than fifteen. Okay, so mm. about a ten. Well, between five and ten percent success rate in terms mm. of someone at least getting back to you. Mm. And in yeah. this case, then you did manage to f- kind of go through the whole process and you bought the house. Yeah, we went around and we were actually. We knew the we knew exactly what the house would look like because we were actually bidding on the house next door ah, and got right. outbid. So we threw a letter in the, the other house, which was actually kind of nicer and, <laughs> and a little bit bigger, had an extension, and it was really, really well looked after. So it worked out amazing mm. for us. But not just us. Like I know, since I've spoken about this on my Instagram page, people, other people have had success going off market right? and I have a whole chapter on it in the book it's like the second chapter in the book and it kind of goes through what we did which was going off market going privately but then also other people have kind of taken that idea of writing a little letter and are using it down the more traditional route through mm-hmm. an estate agent now that can go one way or the other which I say in the book so that's up to you if you want to do that some estate agents will absolutely not like it some vendors won't like it of course, yeah. because that's why they're paying the estate agent but then other vendors really do like it because they think think, okay, well, these people kind of align with our values and, and blah, we don't want it to go to an investor and things mm, like that. Mm. So um, it's all in the book anyway. Yeah, we've got other top tips, um, you know, and I guess, you know, some of them seem obvious, but actually, you know, maybe people just don't do them. Um, so, you know, before buying, calculate what your property tax is going to be. Yeah. Um, some people don't do that until they're sort of faced with the, the bill. Yeah, and I mean, in Ireland, our property tax is pretty progressive compared to mm. some other countries it's quite it's quite low it's probably it's not probably not going to be a deal breaker but I do have a chapter in there on research that has a lot of things that people would never think of simple things that can have a real impact on when you're living in the home but things you don't really think about maybe when you're when you're mm. contemplating it. things like when the sun comes in where the sun comes in like there's a there's a website that you can put in the address and the time of year and it will show you exactly 
where the sun comes into the house, into That's the so garden. Cool. Yeah, it's called suncalc.org. Um, and all, there's mm. a whole chapter in there of all free websites that you maybe don't think about. And, and even things like Google Maps and actually how to use Google Maps. Let's talk about Google Maps for a second. Yeah. Because, yeah, you do make a few points about that in the book about how useful it can be. Mm. So what kind of things will Google Maps tell you that maybe, you know, your simple driving around the place won't? Exactly. So say you are commuting to work or whatever. Mm. You can put into Google Maps, okay, I need to be in Today FM at this time. And Google, and you can set your depart by time or your arrive by time. And it will tell you typically at this time traffic is like this so it's going to take you this amount of time so mm. allow yourself an extra few minutes or whatever yeah. so and then it also if you're using public transport give, like it kind of links in with the Dublin bus or whichever county you're in there like whatever bus schedule and it, and it all comes in mm. like it's, it's it's so handy the, and the, well, I do love the satellite imagery on Google Maps yeah, particularly yeah. for Pervin on your neighbours and yeah. going look at the size of their back garden oh they have a shed down the back I didn't know they built that I didn't see that from the front you know yeah, but, but I guess that's that useful well. if you if you're thinking you know we want me might want to put on an extension at some point and to yeah. be able to see what your your prospective neighbours have done will obviously increase the likelihood of you getting permission to do something similar. And not only that, like so so those satellite images can't you can see that, but then there's also I have a list of websites in the book where you can go in and you can actually see what planning was granted around that area. And let's say you do plan on putting a two story extension mm-hmm. down the line, but then you see no one else has gotten planning for a two-story extension, so, so so there's no precedence there. So you may not be able to, or the opposite. Maybe everyone, everyone has two-story extensions back when things were a little bit cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're glad that you got yourself in and got yourself sorted. It was an, a great way of doing it. Now you've written a book to help everybody else. But let's go to the Instagram account for a second. Mm. Like when you look back at everything you've looked at on the Instagram account and all the crazy stuff, is there are there things that stand out? Are there ones that you're still scratching your head, going, "How is that actually?" you know, either for rent or for sale or whatever. That, yeah, the, for sale, as I said, there's far more securities there when you're buying a home because mm. it is very much a legal process. The The more insane things are definitely on the rental side right. mm. where you're seeing six bunk beds in a tiny room like that. And it's not funny, you know. No, that it stuff isn't, is, no. is really depressing. Um so I try and balance it, you know, with the really awful things and then just more funny things. Because, like, if look, if a house is up for 1.5 million and it's worth 300 grand, that's funny. Yeah. No one's buying that. Mm. And yeah. it's just like, it's, that's, that's a silly thing. But when there's eight bunk beds and 25 people in a house with one bathroom, mm. that's awful. No, and we saw, funny, like, yeah. recently, you know, with, with, with all the evictions and that landlord that evicted 45 people that were all in bunk beds and now he has it up on Airbnb, that kind of stuff is just... Mm. I'm seeing that day in, day out in my messages and it's, yeah, it's... Yeah. it's, it's well, having, having dug so deep into the whole world of house buying and selling, are there any things that you would like to see change yeah, I, again, have a whole chapter in the book on what I think would improve the whole process of buying a home in Ireland. I think one of the biggest issues is how long it takes. And in other countries, you could be in and out in four weeks. Yeah. Um, but here, like the average is in around six months. So, And if it's in probate, that could be a lot longer. So I just think there are things that can be done so that all of those legalities should be sorted before you go sale agreed or before you're even allowed to advertise the house. I think mm. you should have to do, go through the whole probate thing. I think you should have to sort out the land registry, any issues there, so that I think a house shouldn't be allowed advertised until it's literally ready to hand over the right. next day with that contracts. Would um, speed things up, all right. Yeah, and yeah. then I think you know, you should, I think we should have a sale agreed contract so that when you go sale agreed, 
that's a, a pre-contract there and both sides can still pull out but you have to have a legitimate reason not just because the vendor wants more money or the buyer was bidding on four houses and went sale agreed yeah, on four and just yeah. went, you know mm. there has to be more security there like for instance there was a, an estate in Mayo I posted about last week where eight people had bought had gone sale agreed on houses and were literally ready to sign contracts the next day so they had given notice in their rentals because were those contracts were about mm. to be signed the next day. And the developer sold all of the houses to one investor. Like, well, so out from underneath them. Yeah, and now this, I think the story is still being dug through. Who bought them, we don't know yet, but I think it will all come out in the next couple of weeks. But things like that is, that's devastating. Those people had planned their future in this home. They were literally ready to sign contracts the next day, next day and mm. then it's gone. So I think that should be removed. I don't think you should be allowed to be, be gazumped and that's been a contentious yeah. issue. Yeah, Are you going to stay being a school teacher now that you've got this whole other, your your sideline? Yeah, well yeah. you've written books haven't you Derry? You know, yeah. <laughs> you're not retiring on yeah, that. No, no, well uh, look, we hope people go and buy the book. It's called yeah. How to Buy a Home in Ireland by Kieran Mulqueen. You'll also find him on Instagram at Crazy House Prices. Kieran, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, we'll chat again soon I'm sure. Thanks guys. Mind yourself. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today